Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi Peah, Daf Yud Gimel. Uh, two quick R's today, and they're both very fascinating, actually. Um, one uh, very fascinating concept about olives and the splendor and beauty of olives um, and the olive tree, and the other one, um, very, very global um, R that might be obvious, but it's sometimes good to just speak it out because there's a lot there. So the Gemara is talking about whether um, you give Peah for olive trees, and the Gemara says that you do. How do I know? Because the Pasuk says, Kisachvot um, zesachem, when you're beating your olive trees, which is how they used to harvest them. They would beat them, and then the olives would fall. You could look on it online. It's still even done today like that, because it's just the easiest way to pick them. Instead of picking them one at a time, they just fall off, and they're really hard. So um, the Gemara says that... Um, let's just read the Pasuk. It's in Devarim Chavdalad. Which the, the word sefar means to Ferris. Don't take it, um, its beauty. Don't take its splendor, which basically means you need to leave the peah there. Now, what does that mean? So actually, the Bavli has a parallel suga in Chulin, I believe that's where it is, and it doesn't really explain. It just says that's the proof that um, Peya uh, applies to a olive tree. But the Argamar, this Yerushalmi, actually elaborates more. Ma'ach Ma'amina, what do you hear from this? So Amar Rabbi Yonah, he explains, Losa kifu pa'as roshem. You shall not round off the corners of your head. We know you're not allowed to cut your payas. So the payas are a splendor in the beauty of the head, right? Which is, that's a splendor. Interesting that it's, it's seen that way, but that's it's a beauty. Um, and therefore, the Torah says you're not allowed to round them off. So, so too the olive tree, you have to leave um, that for the poor people, and that's that's the proof. So, there's a lot here. There's a Mara Fulda here that explains basically what I just said. Um, he and many of the Farshim point out that in the Bali, it never says uh, this idea of what not removing the splendor means. But there's this parallel to to a tree, and there's a very famous scroll here, which is a very fascinating thing. That lo sifar means um, it's actually Roshi Tevos sifar er a tough pay. Aleph Reish stands for Tzakifu Pas um, Rashechem. It spells out the word Tifar. So the Torah, when it says Lucifer, in regards to olives, obviously there's no hair on the tree. So it, it means that olive tree, you're not allowed to pull off the um, the payas, and you should leave that for the, um, uh, what's it called? For the uh, poor people. Now, I mentioned this earlier, that there's many, many mitzvahs that have um, parallel ideas. So one of them that we mentioned a lot of times it's like the Sefer Chinuch says that Bikurim is your first fruits, and you take your first fruit, which is your most connected to it, and it's hardest to move away from it, and you give that to Hashem. Amazing. And a Bukhar is the idea that it's the first person in the family, and that's a hard thing to give to Hashem, or the Bukhar of an animal. All these things are the first. So one of the themes about Peah that the Chinuch says multiple times, I've mentioned this many times, is that Hashem is trying to teach us to be kind and, and generous people. And so um, what I believe this theme is tying in is that just like our payas, like the Rambam says the reason we keep payas is because the um, priests used to dress that way. But here, the Gemara is saying that we need to keep our beauty in our face. Uh, we need to make sure that we look nice. So here, it's the exact opposite. Lo Sefer, um, you're not allowed to take the splendor of a tree. You might think that you're going to take the most beautiful part and keep it for yourself. Hashem says, take that part that's so beautiful and so amazing and give it to the poor people. So it's teaching us, again, to be kind and generous people, which is the biggest theme of tzedakah. There's a famous Rambam in Pirish Hamashanayis to Avos that says that if you have a choice to give $100 or 100 you know, currency to, to one person or, you know, $1 or one currency to 100 poor people, what should you choose? And now, if you were to ask me, I, I would say give 100 to someone. That makes a huge difference. It's amazing. Um, you see all the time these people that make these videos where they give out you know hundred dollars or a thousand dollars. The Rambam says that the whole idea of the Torah is l'tzarif esabrios lakuf esitro. It's to control yourself and make yourself a generous person. So he says the best thing to do is actually to give it to hundred people because it makes you a more generous person. It's an amazing, amazing, beautiful thought in psychology and also in life. 
So that could be some of the idea of this Teferis. Obviously, the simple shot, by the way, of Lucifer um, is don't take off the beauty of a tree, meaning do the mitzvah, and that is the beauty of a tree. The beauty of a tree is the mitzvah that you do with it. Maybe you'll say that's a chassidish part, but that's just something to think about. Okay, now, what I wanted to point out globally is something that, again, you might say is plush it, but that is that we're very familiar with the um, or, you know, where Yishmael has Shloshes and Midrash Torah and Dreshes Bam, which is in the introduction to Sifra of Torah's Kohenim. Um, and one of those ones that is brought out is actually brought out in our Gemara here, which is basically um, Okay, so it's talking about why specifically, I'm not sure if I'm going to talk about this more tomorrow, but basically the Gemara talks about um, why specifically olives were specified for Paya, and then is that excluded? Is it included? Ayin Sham. But the point is that the Gemara says, okay, that's nice. That's Rabbi Shmuel's opinion. But I'll die to Darbanan. But what about Darbanan? They don't agree with Rabbi Shmuel. Okay, so one second. So basically, I just want to remind you that most, a lot of people say this, that the Shlosh Esri Midos Shatar and Jespahim that Rabbi Shmuel has, that's not that's not a unified, um, fully agreed upon. For example, Rabbi Yosei Aglili has 32 a column, if you want to learn that more, but it's very fascinating Mepharshim in the um, in the Bavli Brachos that's actually printed. There's lots and lots of explanations of it. I know there's Svarim written on it. There's many, many Svarim. The Beis Yosef has a safer. There's a Yavin Shmuel. There's, there's many, many Svarim that talk about the Kali Ashas, but they're they're not always fully agreed on. I mean, sometimes there's exact rules about, you know, Xeris Akasav, is it Mufne, Mishteit Stadim, and is it, uh, was there a number that they had, or, or uh, certain letters, words that they had Masor on, right? We'll try to talk about that as our as it comes up, and it's, it's, it's well known. But the Gemara says here explicitly that the Rabbanan don't agree with that, that you sowed, and they have a different way of looking at it. So, Harehu Bechlalo, they say it is it is included, and it's not excluded, like Ari Shmuel's uh, rule number 11. So, it's just fascinating to keep that in mind that as we say it, you know, it's funny, we, we, we say the Ezeum um, Lekomen um, which is brought down in the Mepharshim, that the reason we say that every morning is because it's the only um, Mishnah, Parak and Mishnah, that doesn't have my focus in it. But then we say the Yigimol Midash Hatar and Dreshbam, which are pretty universal, but Lamaisa, the Rabbanan actually don't agree with all those shittas. So then the question becomes, so then what do they agree with? What do they not agree with? Okay, so a person has to be alarmed and, and, and learn. But the point is that they are not 100% agreed upon, and there's different rules and different applications. Have a great day.